Episode 14, Your Past Does Not Define You. Welcome to the Linda Brightman Podcast. I'm your host, Linda Brightman. God has called me to build the identity of Christians. Whether you're a new Christian or a seasoned leader, let me ask you one question. If I could crawl inside your mind for 24 hours, would I have a good day? Hi there. On this podcast, we're going to talk about how your past does not define you. And this is an issue we all deal with, are dealing with, have dealt with, because we come from so many experiences in our past that have brought us to the place where we are right now. And most of us have had things said to us, done to us, experiences that happened to us that have defined who we are. Then all of a sudden, here we are coming into a relationship with Jesus, and he says, you are a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. And so we know that, but we keep going back to the old, to the old dead man who's dead and digging him up and propping him up and trying to counsel him because we think we have to fix the old man. And we're not hearing that God said, he's dead. You don't have to go there. So I am on this podcast with Andy Berger, and Andy has a a nonprofit ministry where she helps homeless teens get off the street and get lives and, uh, you know, really helps them. And and I, as you know, uh, minister a lot on identity and speaking uh, one's true identity uh, into them. And so we're, and Andy is dealing with a similar thing is breaking down those old mindsets and replacing them with that, which is true. So we're going to talk about this from our own, you know, the ministries God has called us to. And, um, so Andy, welcome to the podcast. Thanks Linda. Great to be here. It's wonderful to have you here. You know, well, you heard my intro. So many of us and us included, We have to deal with all the stuff that happened to us from what our first grade teacher said to us to things that we experienced. You know, when I was four years old, I saw my father die right in front of me and the neighbor blamed me for it. I mean, it was all of this stuff that was, you know, and then um, you come to Christ and he says, you know, don't look back. I, I got with Jesus. He heals all of that. So Talk to me about how you minister to those God puts in your path about how they're, they're not defined by their past. Absolutely. One of the things that I had to work on a lot in my life was understanding that things that other people do to you, things that other people say to you are really not my business or your business because in God's eyes, we are a delight to him. We are this wonderful creation, but that's not an easy task. And it took a lot of years. And when I think about the past not defining me, it was not being like the people that hurt me or that did things. It was not accepting the things they told me. But as a young person, what what are you going to do? You trust your mom, your dad, your friends, whoever, and it can kind of cloud yourself. So when I minister to people, I talk first about choice. Here's the choice. 
you can continue to live in the past, continue to live in the hurt and in the shame that you perceive or whatever it is, and you will never know the full joy of God's love, of, of the heart of Jesus. Or you can choose to take today and say, you know what, I want a better me. I want to see a better me. I want to love a better me, but I don't know how to do that. And then you reach out for help. But here's what I know. If people stay in their past, if they live it every day and they keep revisiting those hurts and those experiences, they can't ever move forward. And they miss out on the joy of living Jesus, knowing Jesus and having a full life. So, but the past is what we know, right? So it's comfortable. A lot of people are scared or they're tenuous about, well, what if I don't do today right? Or what's tomorrow going to be like? But really, this is the day that the Lord has made. So this day is what we are responsible for today. So my choices today will dictate down the road what the future is. You know, that... I guess the really the foundational turning point is uh, making that choice and based on uh, that we are a new creation and the yes. old has gone. It's like all of the past that led up to this point in time is gone. And behold, I have made all things new. And then it is uh, really what I focus a lot of my ministry on. It's really renewing our minds because mm -hmm. for years, our minds have been saying things. We've been saying things to ourselves that are just not true. And we've yeah. been repeating what other people have said to us uh, from way back from childhood, even and throughout the years, things that maybe our spouse said to us, a boyfriend or girlfriend or uh, teachers, uh, in the workplace, uh, even in advertising, like we have to live up to a certain image and we, and we think, well, my body is, isn't perfect. And we say things to ourselves, even about our, how we look. Right. And, um, and what I focus a lot on is helping people transform their inner dialogue to reflect what God says is true about yes. them. Because it's the word that has the life-transforming power. It's the word that's sharper than a double-edged sword. And it's the word that's going, to, um, that's going to inwardly transform them and do what no one else, nothing else can do. Absolutely. It's not just uh, words are life and death to others. Words are life and death to our own selves because the Lord loves us. And sometimes we don't know how to receive that. I know I've mentioned before, I used to just look in a mirror and it was really hard for me to do that. But I practiced really looking at me and saying, you know what, Andy, you're okay. You're not perfect. You got a lot of work to do yet. But today, today, this day, you're okay right now. And, and hopefully tomorrow will be even better, right? So you have to take baby steps. I remember, uh, gosh, what was the movie? I think, uh, what about Bob? Baby steps, baby steps. You know, just take those tiny steps towards loving yourself enough <laughs> to look in the mirror and then say, hey, you know what? Today was a great day. I actually feel really good about me. Or today was really a bummer. I ran into somebody who was critical or reminded me of such and such. But you know what? At the end of the day, I'm still okay. 
You know, that's so good, Andy. When I was mentoring young women, and I did this for a number of years, I had young women in their 20s, well, starting at age 19, in my living room once a week. And one of the things I had them do was come upstairs into my bathroom. There were a bunch of them, but I have a big bathroom with a big mirror. We'd stand in front of the mirror, and I'd say, okay, touch the body parts that you're critical of and yeah. tell it you love it and how beautiful you are. And so they'd grab whatever it was, you know, <laughs> their thighs, their rear end, their face, their stomach, I don't know, their calves, uh, their feet, you know, and say, <laughs> I love you. Well, get this. So a few years later, now I'd stopped this mentoring group, but I'm still in a relationship with these young girls. I was saying something I didn't like about my body and she looked at me and said, what? Don't you remember how you had to stand in front of the mirror? She's, she's telling me, go back to the mirror and tell that part you love it. And I'm telling you, it's, it's an ongoing thing where we renewing our minds and being kind to ourselves and loving ourselves and loving all parts of ourselves. I think that's a real, it's a really good, uh, practical tool and it gives us insight into you know we all stand in front of the mirror with our clothes on to see how we look for the day so that's right you know and it i'm sorry go ahead tell yourself you know you're you're good you look good you know what i say to myself in the mirror i'll point to myself and i'll say you are going to make it you're going to make it you will fulfill everything god has called you to do and I, I say that to myself, I encourage myself. And I think a week or two ago, I, I released a podcast about encouraging yourself. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, it's, it's crucial to, uh, to affirm ourselves in terms of what we look like and who we are, who God says we are, because God thinks we're gorgeous. That's right. He does. He absolutely does. Beauty from ashes, right? So no matter what our life looked like in the past, today and beyond is our opportunity to say, wow, I can be that desert daisy that, you know, came out of the dirt, that came out of cement and still thrives. Like you said, I'm going to make it. You know, when I am mentoring and, and ministering or speaking, and I do so much on transforming your thought life, um, it, people find it difficult to say that which is true about them. And they, have, they find it difficult because, first of all, they don't really believe it, what God says. And they also think they can't say it because it's not true. Well, what they're doing, it's not, it is true. And it's, and what everything, the new creation is resident in you right now. It's just that you have been thinking another way. Yeah. So you're pulling down those old thoughts, the old man thoughts, and filling it with the new creation thoughts is mm -hmm. what you're doing. And I've had so many people wrestle and say, this isn't biblical because this isn't true, but it is true. And the things that God says about you that, you know, in the, in the book on identity, the first book that I did, uh, I have people say things like, I am fearless. I am faithful. I am royalty. I have destiny. I'm trained and prepared. I walk in wisdom. I walk in authority and power. Now, people may not r realize or know how much authority and power they walk in, but you begin by saying that because you're pulling down the strongholds of, I can't. 
I can't do it. I don't have enough. I'm not enough. I don't know enough. And, and I, uh, it's so important for us to begin with our thought life and say, um, I am strong and courageous and I am a warrior for God. I'm a lover for God and I'm yes. passionate about God and I hear God's voice. People think they don't hear, you know, but they're saying, that's what they're saying to themselves. I don't hear God. Well, start saying something different. So how do you do that when you minister and, and help people, especially all these young people, how do you help them with their inner thought life? Well, we start with what was an old business principle. You've probably heard of it, Geigo, garbage in, garbage out. Well, if you reverse that, good in, good out. And so the thought was, if you put a bunch of junk in your mind, okay, yeah. a lot of gossip magazines or, or terrible television or, or even friends and acquaintances that are negative Nellies and that are constantly critical and misery loves company, right? So if you constantly immerse yourself in that, that's what's going to come out of you. So that the tiny choice, the tiny baby step is to start putting good things in your mind about yourself about your life, look for that one blessing, even if it's not yours. Like if you love children and you see a child, you know, be grateful. So the choice leads to gratitude. You know what? I am a good person. And like you said, affirming, even if people have to write it and stick it on their bathroom wall, whatever it is, right. where they it regularly. So it's practice. Think about riding a bike. We don't come out of the womb able to ride a bicycle. We have to, first of all, grow big enough to get on a bicycle, and then we have to actually sit on the bicycle. We have to learn to put our feet on the pedals. We have to learn how, so it's a process. Um, sometimes, maybe some people can do it overnight. I did it. It took me years, layers and layers of, of putting more good in my mind and about myself, and mm. in my case, I believe that God is true. He can't lie, so if he can't lie, then what he says has to be true about me. You know, it does take time, Andy, and the operative word there is metamorphosis. That's what the word transformation is in the Greek, is metamorphosis. And when that happens, when the caterpillar is transformed into the butterfly, it takes time. Yes. And with us, and uh, pulling down, I mean, there may be a revelation here and there that happens fast. But overall, we're pulling down and dismantling a, uh, a stronghold or dismantling an edifice that's been in our, in our mind. And we're choosing to agree with God. And so it's like a continual affirming over and over um, daily, even for, yes. you know, no, it doesn't matter who you are or what kind of, quote, leader in the church you are. It is an ongoing transformation that takes place. You, you never totally arrived. You just increase in, your, uh, in knowing who you are, believing who you are, and functioning in who you are. So even for today, like I would say to the listeners, start with one verse that, um, and I can suggest some, to you start with one verse that's your go-to verse for right now like for example i will say i can do all things through christ who strengthens me i can do all things i can do all things through christ who strengthens me or if it's uh my 
you know, like wanting to trust God and know that he's with me, I will say, I trust you, Lord, and I lean not on my own understanding, but in all of my ways, I acknowledge you and you will make my path straight. Then the short mm -hmm. version of that is, I trust you, Lord. I trust That's you. right. I yes. trust you, Lord. And so even like those of you listening today, just begin with something like that. I trust you. I trust you, Lord. And I'm not leaning on my own understanding. I trust you. Simple, simple like that. Yeah. And also it's, it's a minute by minute thing sometimes when I was going through counseling and dealing with all the stuff that had happened in my life, Linda, I would have to say that sometimes minute to minute, hour to hour to keep reminding myself that I do trust you, Lord. I do believe you have a purpose for me, especially on the days that were hardest, you know, to believe that. So yes, definitely uh, reaffirm that. And that choice and that gratitude with our kids, we celebrate who they are. If they can't see the good in them, we point it out as often as possible. Hey, you passed your finals. Hey, you did great here. Hey, love that. You know, very genuine compliments until they got used to understanding yeah. that they were okay. You know, I want the listeners to know is Andy and I are not like in this elevated place where we didn't have to deal with anything. <laughs> no. You know, I mean, I, I went through extreme spiritual deception to the point that I was ordained as a minister in the New Age Church and got a master's at New Age University, attended a New Age seminary and assisted in many New Age trainings. And Andy's background is one of severe sexual abuse. And mm -hmm. we both come out of these, just like you guys listening, these, you know, difficult challenging places and everybody has that to some degree some more extreme than others but when we come to christ we all have a mind that needs to be renewed um and mm -hmm. so those these are the steps that we're talking about today steps to take so that your past does not define you that you don't hang your hat on what happened to you in your past in order to live the rest of your life. And I would say to you, don't live the rest of your life based on your past. Even Paul said, don't look back. Look, I know we look back, we get healed, we ask for forgiveness. No, but then it's like, keep moving, keep moving mm -hmm. forward with God and move in the direction of, of, speaking and in hearing and knowing and learning what God says is true about you and what he has for you because a whole new vista opens up. It has opened up for you. It's just a matter of getting your mind aligned with that vision. Absolutely. Linda couldn't say it any better. And the more good that goes in, the more good comes out and that transformation, that metamorphosis from a caterpillar to a beautiful butterfly is just amazing. And that's how God wants us. He wants us to be free. I know. Well, Andy, I thank you for joining us today. Again, Andy uh, has a nonprofit. Uh, can you give them your website and spell it out? There's a tricky sure. challenge. I know it. It's beulahsplace.org. And that's B-E-U-L-A-H-S-P-L-A-C-E.org. Beulahsplace.org. Yeah, and you can find Andy there. And you know how to find me, lindabrightman.com. So I just want to speak a prayer and words of life over you guys that, um, you know, I just have a feeling 
there can be people who are listening to this who haven't really committed their life to Jesus or, and they don't know about this, the truth that they are, when you come to Christ, you're a new create, creation. He paid the price for you to be reconciled to God, to come together with God. When he died on the cross, it's like everything, it, he paid the price for all of your sin. And what sin means is all of the ways you've fallen short, all of the things that you've done, either knowingly or unknowingly against God. You know, I mean, we all know when we do stuff that's just, we know. And so I want to, I want to encourage you that this is a time where you can connect with Jesus. And many of you have at one point uh, given your life to Christ and then you just walked away or things happened, it got away from you. And this is a time to recommit. So uh, say this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, I come before you. And I want Jesus to live in my heart 100%. And Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross for me, for paying the price to reconcile me to God. Forgive my sins. and teach me how to know you. Fill me with your love so I can love you really fully. And I can love other people. Lord, show me what is true about what you say about me so that I can renew my mind. And even now I say, Lord, I trust you. I trust you, I trust you, I trust you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, I am asking you to, you know, drop me a line, contact me, and um, I'd love to hear from you. So thank you so much for joining us today, and I thank Andy for being here with us, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.